0: Unless I haven't been paying
1: attention, man, the moon doesn't look normal. You keep the pressure on, correct? We stay until we win, is that right? Yeah.
2: At the moment, you're under arrest for incitement.
3: Have you guys been following me?
2: We're winning, folks.
4: Okay, we're winning. We're pushing back to dark.
5: You ask simply two questions to find a filthy Freemason d'emolay. Where did you go to school, which primary school, which high school, and who's
6: your
7: DADDY? It's Christmas,
8: 2030. Cars have gone, the curfew's on There's nothing much to do But to reminisce About the things we miss And to dream about the freedom We once knew Not so long ago We were free to roam There's designated zones No private land No private homes And the price we pay For the plans they made Is that 95% of us have gone Oh, and those who saw it coming Were silenced or ignored but then they stole from us the life we had before So at Christmas time 2030, We envied those that didn't make it through The nation's GM foods, the censorship of different views, and it all began with the climate scam and the policies that targeted the youth. Oh, and if you don't believe it, there's something you should know on the torchy guide what's that clearly show there's a plan for us it's very enough for us agenda 21 the club of love
9: hello tim foyle tales listeners i'm soss
10: welcome listeners i'm sandy So this is the final episode of 2022 so we want to cap the year off and take a look at the year that was but with the help of our friends you guys. That's right we did a call out on the socials to get requests from you to tell us what moments stood out for you the most and what you want us to talk about and we had some really great requests. Going back down memory lane was actually a real treat. Some of it I had forgotten about. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Like that's actually how much happened. Like it just felt like it flew past. Christmas is here already, guys. But the best part of this year for me was we started this podcast. <laughs> At first, we were going to hide behind the boys' Patreon paywall because we were nervous and wanted to keep it inside a small echo chamber, keeping it just for the conditional release program listeners. Do you remember that, sauce?
9: Oh, yeah. we you Guys, you've got no idea how long it took um, Jack and Joel to actually convince us to be brave enough <laughs> to do this. And we were, like, really freaked out and we really didn't want anyone to get access to it and, yeah. We, we were pretty scared.
10: Yeah, we've done a lot of this actually in the background, quietly, just feeding the boys stuff, just like, don't say anything, don't let anybody know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> but we braved it and released the podcast into the wild and surprisingly to us, you guys actually like it. Look, we've had a bit of negative feedback from our subjects. I guess that is to be expected. Sorry about that, if you're listening. But Actually, not as much as I expected. I imagine that's because our podcast is not hitting their echo chambers and they never really look outside it. But a couple have and disagree with us. And that's okay. The past three years has impacted everybody at different levels. We're not looking to change their minds. We want to bring awareness to others that have not ventured down the rabbit holes yet in the hope that maybe they'll be properly fully informed before finding themselves caught up along the way. We all have our views and experiences and opinions. This is niche, but people are interested. The freedom movement has had a vast array of characters that have perplexed us on a daily basis, going from sad, scary, dangerous to funny. And then the downright bizarre. (laughs) Who can actually ignore this stuff?
9: I think it is, you know, like we, we do have a couple of people, obviously, that aren't going to agree with us and like. To be fair, they don't have to agree with us. And like you say, we're not trying to change anyone's minds. Yeah, People are allowed to make their own decisions. But equally, we're okay with reporting back to, to you guys on what we see. I mean, they walk down the streets of Melbourne every Saturday and they've done it for, oh God, two years. So, you know, to, to expect people not to pay attention to that and have an opinion on it is probably equally as silly as us believing that we can change their minds too. So it's not about trying to change people's minds.
10: No, you know, and it, it's been uh, entertaining and kind of like a weird social experiment. And who knows where or
9: when this will end? <laughs> Ends, they keep moving those goalposts, Andy. so <laughs> I'm not sure it's ever going to end. I remember this time last year, Bosey saying that by February it would be over and now he's <laughs> saying by October next year. <laughs> might be over. So that's pretty good move of the golf Look,
10: we were supposed to be in a lockdown at the moment. Remember the Christmas lockdown? Yes. Oh, I've got a few days left to go because yeah, we're not locked down. Does not look like one is even coming. (laughs) But 2022 was an interesting year. We had Camp Epic and two elections, which saw the movement as we know it flounder and become dead in the
9: water. And then at the end of it, we've seen a real tragedy in the last few few days or, or week yeah. with the death of those two police officers and the bystander in Queensland after attending a property in relation to a missing persons report. Look, we know that things are still developing with the story. And to be honest, they're going to develop for a while. But what we do know is that the three residents of the property appear to be aligned with soft sit type beliefs. And were also linked with an American religious YouTuber, the content that has been seen, it guys, it's really dark, very disturbing. And it was incredibly disappointing to see so many journalists print the names of the sites, which only results in more eyes on this stuff. And that's what makes it probably more dangerous. But I think what we do need to remember, and this is with all of this stuff, not just with, with the, the recent tragedy, is that there are real families affected by this. Real people. These are real people. It's not a TV show. It's not a cartoon. These are real people. And sometimes we're just to not click share
10: yeah we don't really want to be uh, perpetuating extremist content I guess
9: yeah look and it's a fine line between you know what do you share and what don't you share and I think I know that I look back and think there's some stuff I shouldn't have shared
10: yeah and then you got to go you got to really make the the decision is this spreading extremist content or is it raising awareness where's Mm. the line it can mm. be really hard. We do recommend, you know, reaching out to people yeah. like Tom Tannicky or the White Rose Society or anybody and just go, hey, what do you think of this? What's your thoughts? And follow them and take on their advice mm. um, when they, they'll put it out, say, you know what, this isn't so good right now. And you go, okay, yes, advice heeded. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, look, that was, that's pretty heavy. But let's, let's kick this off with something funny, shall yep. we? <laughs> let's do it. All right. So. I want to start off with a request we got from Exposing NB, or also known as Vexatious Litigant on Twitter, who requested we rehash the Martuk and Serene Tefaha saga that occurred in the middle of this year. <laughs> so I was like, oh, Serene, a Serene rant. Yeah, let's do this one.
9: <laughs> it would be wrong not to. And
10: of course, she is quite amazing at her rants. So Matuk has had an interesting year, and Exposing NV has been following it all along. So he's done really, really amazing work. Look, I've said he, he or she, another one. We actually don't know who <laughs> or what who is behind Exposing NV, <laughs> but they're spot on. They really do appear to know what they're what they're talking about. Matuk has had an interesting year, and Exposing NV has been following it along all the way, but the part we are going to focus on today was when Matuk had a win. It would would have been the winningest win of all time, never before seen around Australia and perhaps the entire world. This was on behalf of a healthcare worker and mandates. Here is Matuk talking about it.
11: Good afternoon, guys. Peter Matuk here from Matuk's Law Group. As many of you be aware, last week, my firm, Matux Law Group, and my team had a fantastic historic win. We are the only law firm in Australia, if not the world, that that won the right to a fully fledged merits-based decision court case argument to be had. This was something that no other person has been able to deliver, and this is something that would that has brought the Merits back into this decision. The science behind the so-called mandates. Hazard has nowhere left to run. Parotate, nowhere left to run. They're in a headlock. So what happens today? Oh, funny that. They have just now announced that they're going to take away the remaining restrictions with respect to the mandates and the public health orders. Too little, too late. Thank you very much for finally listening To me, Hazard, I've asked you time and time and time again. I've sent you letters. I have been on your back for months and months and months telling you, let the people go back to work. The healthcare system is falling apart. It's crumbling. You allow nurses who test positive to go back and work, but nurses who are unvaccinated are not allowed to work. Where is the science behind that? But you know what? Now I have the right to ask. Where's the science? And I'm going to ask, because no matter what, this is, isn't over yet. We will be pushing forward with all our cases, because you will be held accountable. You and Perite and Gladys, all of you will be held accountable for everything that you did to all these poor Australians. I've said all along, I will never give up, and I'll keep on fighting, and I will keep on producing results. And that's what I have done, and that's what I will keep on doing. Now it's time for you to answer the rest of the people because dropping these mandates is not good enough. You're putting caveats and conditions about occupational health and safety. Not good enough. It is not good enough.
10: At the time this win occurred, the pandemic restrictions had a lift, and Serene thought it was all because of their win.
9: Well, obviously, it
10: was. Well, I mean, it's a little bit ironic.
6: you won the lottery And died the next day It's a black fly In, in your chardonnay. chardonnay It's a death row pardon Two, Two minutes, minutes too late. late And isn't it ironic? ironic Yeah, don't you think? Uh-huh It's like rain On your wedding day
3: The
6: that's right isn't it ironic don't you think it is an outrage this is more than just bloody irony it's hypocrisy it is disturbing what public health orders what did you say for the health staff to be vaccinated will be lifted so we're still concurrently running cases in the fair work for terminations and now you're gonna lift them oh wow almost a couple of days after the end cat appeal was won. that's right it was one that we're gonna bring all the science in so we can challenge your ball Okay, and working really hard with people for safe vaccines. Sandy and I have ripped apart this narrative and what, what you say? You're going to take down the mandates when there is the highest time, the highest time of infections, hospitalizations, ICU admissions and deaths. Ridiculous statistics. Just have a look at them in our third supplementary report this is an outrage we should all be outraged these are absolute and this is insanity it's insanity and if you cannot feel this insanity then you are one of those insane perverts so now that we're climaxing all fucking climaxing with this injuries with the stress, with the distress, with the pain, with the trauma, with fair work, occupational health and safety, let's see. Why is my decision, the decision with the paramedic, four months? I've challenged the occupational health and safety laws. Uh huh. Oh, that we did and we're going to bring all sorts of appeals for employers thinking that they can mandate vaccines. And now the government is backing off. What? You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna be able to not have the science brought in the merits review as Peter Matukas said, we are the first to win even globally. That says the science has to be debated and we it will unfold it doesn't matter what theory you go on it doesn't matter what's in the vaccine what matters is that they're neither effective or safe and that's just simply from observation it doesn't matter what you think it is it doesn't matter what you think it's about doesn't matter what's in it what we do know is that we have been lied to and here it is You ain't gonna get away from the evil of your plans. You ain't gonna get away with this, none of you. None of you perpetrators and violators of your own rights acting against your own best interests in pushing for what we've seen as the biggest crime against humanity rolled out. And by the way, they are not stopping these evil people. They're off their heads insane. With the wars and the bioengineering and the geoengineering and you name it, they are going insane and it will all unfold. And I am so proud of our team. I'm so proud of my defiance, my defiance, my persistence and the persistence of everyone who stood by me. We will not stop.
10: So you guys want to know what happened in the end to this court case? Well, Serene excitedly flew up there to support him. (laughs) And bragged about how wonderful this win was and how great this case was going to be. But as Vexatious Litigant on Twitter reported, the federal court called it misconceived and described the key arguments as not only wrong but striking and threw it in the bin. (laughs) Not to be deterred, Peter has, oh, Matuk, I like to call him, he's launched an appeal shortly after, and that is due to be heard in February next year. So that circus, of course, still
9: continues. It won't end. Just more winning. Just more winning. (laughs) So much winning. Okay, so we had a request from both Charlie Bucket and Alicia on Twitter, who asked us to replay Mission to Melbourne's lap of love and the shenanigans that the Twitch people unleashed on them <laughs> to disrupt their event. Um, look, Mission to Melbourne, unmitigated disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tammy, warrior angel, Joan of Arc. Just didn't quite go as planned. Things got off to a very bad start on day one when the proclaimed lap of love finally got underway after Dan arranged for some wild Melbourne weathering to ruin their fun. <laughs> Duh
10: <Dan. laughs> Oh, Yeah, always Dan's fault.
9: <laughs> <laughs> so they finally left the servo and started making their way to the airport using the map that she'd shared on an app called Zello. It's like a walkie talkie app. And well, let's have a listen.
12: Hey, Convoy, um, we're going to move into the front now again, and we're going to stop at the service station like planned. So um, you want to let us into the front it would be really nice. Thank you. Convoy is continuing to move.
13: I didn't think anyone was stopping. Is that a troll or are these people really stopping at the service station?
12: Hey guys, just not to have any confusion, we are gonna stop at the service center because we actually need to go to the toilet. We didn't realize we were stopping earlier. So we are gonna stop and then maybe do the drive-through.
13: Convoy continuing on Tullarine Freeway. No stopping, hazards on. Unfortunately, between today and tomorrow, you're going to get slammed with the trolls and you won't be able to stop them because they do it for a living. And someone's going to end up in the wrong place because of these trolls. You've got to get onto them and you need help because someone's going to end up on the
14: wrong road.
13: So on the Balti Bridge, you need to be on the centre-right lane. That will turn you right onto the Westgate Freeway We can't slow down, guys. If the convoy breaks up into groups, stay calm, go slow, and uh, just don't do any silly moves. Take it easy, guys.
7: Hey, guys, that was not me. That's someone else. Uh, We need to get rid of them, please. Now they've even got Tammy's recording.
15: Guys, can I just check, where are we going? Because I'm confused with all these trolls.
7: Follow the map.
11: Everyone, I've just called Tammy, and she has said that we are turning off to the city and going to drive through there instead.
13: Uh (laughs) No city, everybody. Continuing on freeway. Correct, I'm not taking any phone calls, guys. People have tried calling. I am not, not taking any phone calls. Stay on the course. We're not changing the route.
7: Convoy at Balty Bridge.
13: I thought we were going to the city.
7: We are not going to the city. You are
3: a cunt. cunt.
15: G'day guys, just heading over the Balti. What's the next turn off?
10: Stay towards
5: the
7: right and onto the Westgate Bridge.
1: Can somebody tell me what the Balti is?
7: A bridge, hon.
1: Is that the covered bridge?
15: Tammy Gain, please come in. Tammy Gain, please come in. With the sun coming out, I'm feeling a little bit hot and a little bit cooked over. Convoy, I've just lost the flag off my car. If anyone picks it up, uh, please let me know. Over.
7: Where are you?
15: If you
16: tap now to watch a short... Ah! You'll receive 30 minutes of...
15: Shout out to Warboat. He's on his way. Shout out to Warboat. This is so good, guys. Just like Epic. Love you, people. Convoy, I've just uh, passed the Balti. Can anyone recommend a service station? Need fuel. Over.
7: Get off the Westgate freeway exit and head toward the Todd Road Service Centre.
13: Quick question, are there toilets at the um, airport viewing place?
7: No, there are not. There's usually donuts though and coffee. Copy that,
13: thank you. Convoy exiting onto
6: Metropolitan Ring Road, Western Ring Road.
15: Convoy is anyone stopping at the service station after the Balti over.
7: When you get onto the Westgate, stay in the second to left lane. We're just heading onto the Westgate Bridge now. Stay in the second to left lane. We're just...
15: ..convoy, I just spotted an undercover cop in a black BMW just after the bolty over.
7: He's right in front of me. That's our taxpayer dollars there. Um, if anyone's lost, um, maybe just follow
13: the signs to the airport. Cheers. <laughs>
7: As you come down the Westgate, move to the right-hand lane.
1: We were the last person who was saying, stick to your right-hand lane, don't do that. You end up going to Geelong. Stick to your directions, left-hand lanes like you were told before, or else you're going to get diverted all the way to
7: The left lanes coming off the bridge go to Millers Road. We are not going to Millers Road.
15: Convoy, yes. Uh, nobody wants to go to Geelong. Over. Uh, if anyone's uh, turned off to Geelong, you will have to uh, turn left, up ahead, and then turn around again, come
0: back uh, over.
11: For anyone that's lost and don't, uh, doesn't know where to go,
0: <clears throat> there's a bunch of us um, at the airport lookout already. Um big group of us got lost, so we've just pulled up at the uh, airport lookout.
13: So just head there if you don't know where to go.
12: Hey, Tammy. The rear of the convoy has just gone over the Westgate Bridge.
15: G'day, convoy. Just pulled up the servo. Can confirm they have donuts. Can confirm they have donuts.
7: Tell them to start cooking.
13: Uh, can anyone uh, recommend uh, closest toilets to the airport filling place? There should be toilets at the local tip.
7: It's probably a servo in Bulla that is not too far away.
13: Copy that. Thank you.
15: Uh, did someone say there was toilets at the local tip? what
13: yeah they did we ignore them there must be toilets at the airport somewhere yeah
7: you're actually nowhere near the airport this is a viewing area for people who like watching planes take off and land
15: so glad the weather's got better guys let's go convoy
7: where is tammy repeat where is tammy do any pedo troll for those needing toilets, there's a good servo on the ring road. Thank you.
15: Convoy, has anyone heard from Tammy in the last 30 minutes? Over.
7: Convoy,
13: Tammy Jean is live on Facebook, so she won't be um, she won't be on
15: Zello. Cheers, thanks for the update.
7: Over. Somewhere to eat where you are, Tammy, because I'm starving. There's donuts at the end.
15: This is great, guys. Let's keep going.
7: I want something more than donuts. I'm starving. You'll have to get it on the way then.
0: Hey, guys.
7: Fuck every one of you. Get a real fucking job.
13: I swear to God, I'll come around there
1: and. Doesn't get much more real than this, do you? You sound like a troll. Uh, It's been nothing, really.
13: That's why I put in trusted users first and then you can block most of them. But, anyways.
17: The trolls are streaming you on twitch.tv.
15: I'd like that last troll to get a real job. Yeah, g'day, guys. Did anyone block that uh, last troll, Disco Dead Pigeon? Over.
13: Um, are the police at the airport viewing up, um, area asking for a friend? Where is the convoy located at the moment?
2: Where are you all now? I had to pull over to sort out my dog, which had vomited everywhere. Not Not sure how far back I am.
7: Just keep going up to the airport viewing area, put it into Google and just follow that.
15: Just pulling up now, convoy. Hope to see everyone there soon. Great effort, guys. We're all here, guys. How many stragglers? Come on, how far away are you all? Let's go.
12: Uh, We are about three kilometers away. We're stuck in traffic, so we won't be too long.
1: We're 14 kilometres away. Just left Mackers.
2: Yeah, I'm just about 10 kilometres away. I'm just approaching Little River now. Did you say Little River? Yeah, just 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 uh, just a little bit east of the airport.
13: Is that the Tullamarine Airport or the Avalon Airport?
2: Yeah, Avalon Airport. That's where we we're going, wasn't it?
13: Uh, no, the uh, Tullamarine Airport.
2: Yeah, Avalon
15: Airport, you're a long way from uh, where you're supposed to meet, mate. You need to turn back and
2: come back. Over. Ah, oh, jeez. damn it. Sorry, not from around
13: here. Yeah, um, Laza, um, if you're that far away, um, I'm not sure if there's going to be anyone at the viewing area by the time you get there.
15: Yeah, Laza, how'd you end up at Avalon Airport, mate? Uh, did you follow the map? Over
13: uh this is uh charlie oscar oscar kilo echo
9: roger signing out
15: copy that roger out (laughs) i've
9: got to see how you guys do that cooker watch and all the twitchers it's just next level stuff from the twitch army very very funny 10 out of 10. Uh, we know you're listening because we, we know that you listen listened to our episodes over there on Cooca Watch, so hello.
10: <laughs> yeah, lots of love, <laughs> lots of love and light, guys. <laughs> um, my favourite on that Zalo chat, I just have to point this out, um, they called themselves on there <laughs> Nick the Metal Lord and they letting them know he dropped the flags off his car and would well, could they pick them up if they see them. I swear to God. <laughs> I laughed so hard. <laughs> He's actually the one you hear uh, that's been really, really helpful. And you, so you, you actually don't realise at first and they never worked it out. But also there was another one called Charles and they fooled me all the way through until their, their little sign-off at the end, which went like this, <laughs> Charlie, Oscar, Oscar, Kilo, Echo, Romeo, and then I went, oh, yeah, that's the military <laughs> alphabet <laughs> and spells out cooker. Oh, my God, you guys are really too much. That was so good. You have no idea all the the messages that we were receiving at the time. Get on Zello. Get on Zello. <laughs> I remember having a shower and I was having trouble and I couldn't log in and I'm in the shower and I'm getting out. and I'm going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, and everyone's telling me I've got to get on this Zello. And I did. I, I finally got it to work. And I so I caught the last maybe 10 minutes of it hilarious stuff
9: the ones as well like about going off for toilet breaks very funny
10: really clever poor
9: Tam, poor Tammy
10: <laughs> I don't feel sorry for her though <laughs> I got that clip from cooker watch and real hippie who meticulously recorded and archived that for our enjoyment I edited it down to just the highlights for the sake of this bit but thank you for sharing and allow us to replay it here this one is everyone's favorite Okay, so this one is a request from David, but Sauce might need to tell us about the build up.
9: Yep, yep, yep. This this I, I love this one so much and I'm so glad that someone asked for it. So picture this it was a blustery day, you're on the lawn at Parliament House, you have a bunch of people with you and you think, You know what we should do today? Reenact the battle of Iwo Jima because it will make perfect sense for us to recreate a battle between two countries, neither of which were Australia, and a flag raising that was staged.
10: And while that is definitely a visual masterpiece, they also did this at the end.
14: This is our foundation stone. It was place here for us, our city. Remember, we pay their wages. We pay for the ground. We paid for the streets and we paid for these buildings. And those that have fought for these freedoms, their names are remembered in that there memorial. And there's no glory to them unless we take back our freedoms and ensure our children have the same freedoms that we did. So I call on you men to stand up, take back your children's freedom, and make your women proud. Hey! It's time!
9: Can I just say, if I remember, I will retweet Iwo Jima because you guys have to just watch it again. You have to watch it in its entirety, then go back and watch it again and focus on the individual performances within the piece. Like as a collective, it's hilarious. But when you actually focus in on them as individual people within that performance, it it makes it even better. It's outstanding
10: Tom Tannicky did a um a a whole thing on it didn't he a video on it that's also worth going finding and Uh, and having a look at
9: it was some of the it was up there with Myrtleford as one of the best days of my life (laughs) in watching stuff because I couldn't believe that they were doing it
10: it was innocent fun (laughs) and it was cute and endearing in a way yeah
9: (laughs) bless their cotton little socks uh, so, next up, our request from Dallas. So, I'm sure you've all heard of the Fire Festival. Well, Mon Mon, she's never to be outdone. So, she decided to have the first festival of its kind ever, but not because of the stalls and the food trucks, it was because it never actually happened.
17: Hey guys, I am really excited to talk to you about this because it's totally new, never been done before. We are hosting our first ever festival. That's right. We've done the protest. We've done the summits. We've heard everything that could be said in a speech, I'm pretty sure. We've done the politics. Now it's time to have a festival, a family-friendly festival, where hopefully we can get everyday people there and our communities as well. Now, there's gonna be markets, food trucks, music, expos, workshops, um, uh, free kids activities, and the ticket prices are really, really small. $10 a person, $15 for a couple, five dollars for a pensioner and absolutely free for anyone under 18.
10: Yeah what a complete flop just doesn't happen I mean I guess she didn't sell any tickets she you know she wanted the tickets to find out how many and realized yeah there's not many it's not worth even putting on. But like
9: sometimes like just the sheer audaciousness of Monica is why I actually love her you know like she honestly thinks no one's ever had a festival before like she was so pumped and hyped for it and it's like there's one of them on in a park every Sunday afternoon, Monica. Like it
10: I don't even recall if she even addressed the fact that it never happened or that it was <laughs> No, she just pretends.
9: Yeah, no, she just didn't happen. <laughs>
10: <laughs> but sticking with Monica and this one is again for Vexatious litigant.
17: I'm trialing the whole uh I am a living woman thing. Um, so, I mean, I hear people talk about it all the time. So I was like, how better to see if it works unless I just do it myself. So I now have a hearing. Uh, so I've I have, uh, informed the court that I am a living woman and that I do not uh, consent and all of that stuff. And I've done it now twice. And now we've got a hearing in October And uh, I'm going to do my best to see if this works so that if it does, I can share it with you guys and you can do the same thing and we can have that ability to know when or when not to consent and so forth. And, um, you know, I just want to see what it's all about.
10: Not really a good idea to be a free man and woman right now. I think this was not long after she had the Sovereign Citizen Saul as a speaker at her Freedom Summit. Mm. As I recall it, she wanted to put people up as speakers who didn't have large followings. So she wanted to kind of bring in those little niche, people with the little niche ideas, not such a good idea because Mm -hmm. they were offering solutions to her audience, like the Sovereign Citizen kind of solutions, and that's never it's never, never a, a good solution at
9: all and we obviously had to include this one i mean not only is it a massive burn um but it also made it into our weekly tinfoil tail segment
10: oh yeah we, we totally took this one <laughs> pull you a tinfoil hat wearer say oh thanks
17: um yeah I, i'm sure you have really nice hats at your house um have a lovely day thanks for commenting it's like they're like what what it, it, it messes with them anyway. They're going to see this anyway, so they're going to
10: know that I've told you that. But oh, here she is again. This time she's more than a bit confused.
18: Um,
17: paper in. I think it's in Dutch because it says uh, Deutschland on it, which I or maybe that's uh, I think it's Switzerland. I'm, I actually don't know, and I'm I'm embarrassed. But anyway,
9: <laughs> poor Monica. Poor Monica. I, I don't think I've ever experienced an adult in the world who doesn't know what Deutschland actually means, but bless. And finally, who could forget the time that Mon Mon thought she was posting an anti-vax song?
8: Well, maybe we all get misled. We see this poster, what's our what's a threat? They use conspiracy theories just a fool ya yeah. It's not needle pricks to be scared about, about. It's the, the ones worst. who put this it's nonsense out It's and it's mistaken Have the new job Have the new job Have the new job Have the new
10: Oh, my God, I have to wonder who trolled her and gave her that song. She clearly only listened to the first 30 seconds and posted it right away saying, everybody, share, 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 share this. This is amazing. (laughs) I have to wonder what her face was like when she realised the title of the song is Have the New Jab and that it's encouraging people to not be conspiracy theorists. She would have been like, oh, shit that's not an anti-vax song, quick, get that off, delete, delete, abort, abort.
9: (laughs) And she actually did, like she actually did delete that. It wasn't there for very long. Yeah,
10: don't share, guys, don't share, guys, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a really good song. It's called Have the New Jab and it's Hallelujah that's been adapted by the Marsh family. It's on YouTube. Go, Go list the whole thing. It's actually quite adorable. But David's son has requested that we talk about Chantel Fox and the saga that surrounded her driving literally <laughs> driving over the top <laughs> of a car of a freedom fighter
6: What are you doing What are you doing Fucking Bogan slut! Get the fuck out of Canberra. Go get a job and um, find something better to do with what your fucking life. What have you done? done? What have you done? Can you I reversed have into your me. money? you just reversed into me. I have um, a. Sorry, we're at a traffic light. And, and you can you say whatever see you, you want, and you can you want, sweetheart. The media doesn't care about you. I'm not talking to the media. For? Don't you worry. What are you looking for? Oh, sorry. Did you see that? A maniac. Yeah, I yeah. am. So
18: get
6: the fuck out of camera
18: because there are a lot of us. You're a maniac. Oh! I'm so sorry, Emma. I'm so what? sorry. How's
6: that? You fucking idiot. You are can fucked. Can you better call him? Are you shutting the the them down? down off,
10: so this, this girl is gone absolutely insane. Mm. So she's parked her car on top of the other car. She runs out. She's abusing the crap out of them all. She pulls off their red end sign flags from the car, starts hitting them with it. Like mm. it, was, it was next level insanity from this woman who then went on to take her newfound fame and joined an OnlyFans. Like she had zero fucks none whatsoever. She was so over the whole thing that was going mm. on in Canberra at the time. I guess we kind of got to think about what the vibe was like at that moment within Canberra.
9: Yeah, like I think, you know, and I and I don't subscribe to the media saying that only 15,000 people were there. There was more than 15,000 people. Yeah. There. You know, there wasn't the 25 gazillion trillion that <laughs> Ricardo and Guru want to believe either, but there was more than fifteen thousand people there, yeah, and they are loud, they are obnoxious, they won't follow rules, they're very much in your face they're they, you know like i I can see why it was a very tense you know weekend into that week when they all arrived so yeah i'm 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 not surprised that there was. Some people yeah. that were a little bit over the whole thing, to be honest. Yeah.
10: Yeah. And, like, we're seeing that here in Melbourne. We see that everywhere. Like uh, they yeah. just just con- – the people are coming up to them, seeing them, getting into their space, and they're just – they've had enough. Yeah. You know, not excusing Chantel's behaviour. It was over the top. Like, it did yeah. – unnecessary. It was bad. It was really shit. <laughs> Another thing that um, happened at that time, so, you know, this brings us to Queen, Queen Mandy – uh, who had a run in with Agnew? Oh, why? Oh. Get off the footpath.
8: You're not it's
3: allowed the to
17: bus. be on. You're
18: not allowed to
3: be on
17: the footpath. Uh, I'm going to stop him
6: from getting in my space.
16: Right, right,
6: get out of it, there. That's a great idea. Get out. Who are you? Get your car. Who are you? Get the
18: fuck hey! out. Of Hey! The park, and find a fucking car
8: park like civilized people. She's not on
14: the footpath. Wait,
8: what's
16: going on? All right, Jim doesn't want to be. How dare law. you touch a veteran? Doesn't Get the hell law. away from him. I didn't touch Move you. Away Move up. away from him. He put me in the middle. Move away from to him.
3: Move away from
16: him. Move away from him.
3: See, this is what they call. Okay. This is what they Move call. Yeah. This is what they call. Move
6: away from him. Move away from him. Motivated reasoning. It was, was, was on camera. It was on camera. Yeah, it was. And look at his shit-eating grin. Look at his fucking shit-eating
16: grin. He loves it. You obviously love it. You're caught no. obviously in love with this I because you not. waited here for it. I saw you, sit, you sat down. You knew we were coming. I'm not happy with this. I want you to go and find the car park. No! We will not go and find the car park.
10: Again, you know, these guys were parking their cars and their trucks on the grass. Like they weren't even using yeah. car park spaces and they just think that they can go wherever they want and that, that was yep. that's okay. And our Queen Mandy confronted them and said, you yeah. know what, like that's so uncalled for. Credit, all credit to her. She was very brave. I certainly wouldn't have been able to do it but she basically went up to them and said, you know what, we've had enough of this. Get your mm. cars off the bloody grass. Go park them at the car park. Have your protest. could you not? Could you just not? And of course, Glenn Agnew Mm. walks on up to her and puts her in an arm lock. At the time, there was a lot of debate online about whether Mandy was right, whether Glenn was right, who was was wrong, blah, 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 blah. Mm. A lot of commentary from their side, from our side, all over the place. But it actually did end up in court. And what we do know is that He was charged and he pled not guilty to common assault and it went before a judge who found him guilty. That settles it right there. He has a criminal conviction that's been recorded and a $250 fine. So that settles that whole thing. But a little fun fact that Mandy's let me know uh, about this was Glenn was being advised by the winningest lawyer of all, Spiros. The head yeah. of the People's Council Legal Department, Spiros. Yeah.
9: The one who's not a lawyer, that one. <laughs>
10: that one. Yeah, hmm. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so from apart from some soft seat tactics at the beginning of all this, he actually did respect the court's jurisdiction and pleaded for leniency, which the court gave him because of his military career.
9: Yeah. I think the Glenn one was a really good insight. All the way back then, and look, we see it every week in Melbourne. That when whenever anyone does the wrong thing, they are incapable of calling it out. Incapable, and they demonstrate that all the time. How many times has Brad done the wrong thing? No one ever calls him out. Um, down in Melbourne, you know, if someone does something at a rally, they're not with us. They're not part of us. They're instigate or someone else started it. Like they they cannot and will not take accountability for anything that goes wrong, which is the weirdest part to me because I think that's probably the biggest difference between activism that you see in other groups Yeah, is shit behaviour isn't tolerated and it gets called out and the people are told, correct your behaviour or don't come back. It is totally the opposite with these guys. They will not call out anything that they do. And then
10: if the community call them out for it, well, that community member is the one at fault. It's like they, uh, honestly, are the most innocent people in the pl- on the planet. They've done nothing Correct. wrong, nothing, never, ever, never. But I also did come across some comments here about what happened, going back to the whole Chantelle Fox thing uh, from Karen Brewer. So let's see what her <laughs> opinion is on that matter.
9: I can only imagine. You're
5: onto it, Jennifer it's exactly what she is she is a paid actor she was there to put on a show which she gave and now everybody's talking about her instead of talking about the reserve powers of the governor hi ebony it's not really about focusing on her it's about exposing the fact that she will be a freemason demolay actor there planted to cause a distraction I mean, it's also important that people wake up to the, to the actors within, you know, and that's
9: exactly what she was. That was a put-up job by the Freemason Network. So next up, So Sumi over on Twitter wanted us to talk about Graham Flame, <laughs> or as you might know him, Craig Cole. Flame. Hmm. So for those who don't know, Pitbull had a previous life as a wrestler. And when they recently protested at the Children's Hospital, the wrestling fraternity cut all ties with him in very public posts over on Facebook, even going as far as to talk about the history of his name, Graham Flemm, and its close ties with the French translation Le Coff, which is obviously pronounced Le Coq.
10: <laughs> That was a really good burn. But first off, Someone, please, warn the AEC.
0: But, uh, ring up the AEC on Monday and tell them to fuck off. Oh, that we are not standing for any, any way, shape or form for electronic voting. Ring up your local federal member and tell him to fuck off. Because we are not standing for electronic voting.
10: And someone better warn the French too.
0: Parliament House over there and a lot of these people behind us have uh, obviously been held up on their way to their cheese and wine festival and might be a little bit peeved, but that'll get them asking questions even more. One would think, or you hope so. And what these people behind us that might be annoyed don't understand is how many more cheese and wine festivals you reckon you'll be able to have when you're living in communism? Probably none. But anyway, one day hopefully they might wake up. They might wake up. He's right though. Get
10: between my wine and cheese and I'd bloody wake up.
9: He said that like walking in the middle of the protest. He, I tell you what, he says. He says some stuff. He says some stuff.
10: I like he's saying where he goes. Couldn't, couldn't blow the froth off a cappuccino. <laughs>
9: <laughs> you can see the wrestler in him, like he's <laughs> and the Aussie bogan. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, this one is especially for for you, Joe, um, because we know how much. You love the, the little snapping turtle, and he, he certainly had a moment this year.
16: This is a crown. <laughs> now, I know, because yeah, I am one. You so, you <laughs> have no authority. So, <laughs> please, please move okay. the vehicle. The paperwork is coming and you'll show you what we've
1: got. Yeah.
16: You have, don't have any paperwork. which is lawful, Queen. I know who state security are. They've yep. been monitoring my computer and my phone for ages, yeah. and I gave them yeah, access no so, you have no authority on this property. Good
2: morning, Mr. Glue. My name is Jeff Borley from the State I'm Security Investigation. I'm not Mr. Glue. I'm Wayne? not
16: Mr. Glue. My name is Wayne. Okay. Wayne. As
2: do? ruled by the Supreme Court. Cool. There's your copy of the search warrant, Wayne. For At this what? point in time, you're under arrest under suspicion I'm of incitement not under arrest to commit indictable offence. Indictable offence of what? Incitement to commit indictable offence. Of what? Deprivation of liberty. Of who? At this point in time, you're under arrest. For what? Okay. Incitement no. to commit indictable Depri- offence. Deprivation. Do you have the evidence there? No, that's a copy of your search warrant. Okay. Hang on a text. Because this is nonsense and you know it. This is an attempt to shut me up from teaching the truth. No, not at all. Yes, it is. Where's the... Hang on. Let's go with him, Lewis. Well, you can take it and go. That's not signed signed by anybody. Okay. It's not signed by
11: anybody, and you know
2: it. The copy of the search warrant isn't signed by the JP, it's blacked out. I've got the original copy of the search warrant, which is, is signed it? by the Justice of the Peace. Where is it? In the car. Could you
11: have a look, please? No,
2: that's your copy. That's what you're entitled to have. No, <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to do a search warrant. You're on <clears throat> way. So I'll get you to come with me, please, so that. No, no!
10: And we know that Jack is petrified of Karen Brewer, so here she is. <laughs> he
9: really is.
10: First up, she really hates paperwork.
5: It's Karen Brewer here, and this is going to come with a rant warning, okay? I just had this bird, Arlen, ring me up from South Australia to tell me that Brian Shaw has got another lot of paperwork, you paper pussy. I am sick to death of people who think you're going to solve this issue by hiding behind
10: some paper.
6: Here's an David, here's some more paper, here's a trespass notice, here it is.
10: And don't even get her started on big sewing.
5: 1st of June 2022. G'day everyone. Been doing some research today, you know, into the sewing machine which they tell us was invented in 1790. It's really interesting, you know, because I was looking at a lot of images and stuff of the fashion of the 1500s, 1600s, 1700s and all that. Bloody marvellous, isn't it, you know? Copious, copious amounts of fabric, all must have been woven by hand and then they sewed them by hand. And then you think of their undergarments, their corsets and pantaloons and all sorts of things, you know, all by hand. wonder why they wore so much clothing, you know, like must have been heavy to walk around in all that clothing, eh, you know. I'm thinking to myself, I'm smelling some bullshit here. You know, then I thought, geez, these people must have done nothing else. But sew all day and night, day and night. And yet that can't be because, you know, around the world, we've got all these Tartarian buildings and they're all made out of red bricks. So the people must have been baking red bricks day and night, day and night, day and night. So I'm thinking to myself, who's sewing the clothes? You know, I mean, we've got red brick buildings all over Australia and New Zealand and, you know, they must have been making them day and night for the amount of red bricks there are. And yet the sewing machine wasn't invented until 1790. So you had all these people baking all these red bricks around the world. And I'm thinking, who's sewing the clothes?
9: I think our yeah, history's a alive, folks. <laughs> I don't know where. I, 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 like. I, I don't understand the inner workings of Karen's mind. Like, I really can't. How does she like? How did she even get there? Like, do you think she was using a sewing machine? Yeah. And like whipping up some like homemade clothes know, a something?
10: red brick house. or something? <laughs> like, I don't know.
9: I don't know, and that and that got her thinking about hmm, sewing machine.
10: Yeah, she's anyway. so bizarre. Her mind just works a different way. <laughs> it's
9: very strange, very strange. And I am gutted that her and the Spirit King did their cemetery walk in Sydney. Like I feel so ripped off that she didn't come down to Melbourne so that we could in fact attend a city walkabout. We were saying that back in her, I
10: it was one of our earlier episodes. We were like, we so want to go on a tour, cemetery tour. I am so
9: disappointed that they chose to do it in Sydney. (laughs) So Canberra, unfortunately, is still a thing, which is crazy as it's almost a year uh, since Makada started. So endless hours of content here. But I did go back and picked a, a few clips have to start with this one of Luke Simpson talking about politics. This is I, I've had this one since the day that he said it, and I've n- I never shared it on Twitter at the time. I don't know. At, at the time, I just didn't feel comfortable about it. <laughs> I don't know. But now I look back and go, no, this was a pretty funny Luke Simpson moment. Uh, so let's, let's have a listen to him and what he understands about national politics.
11: They reckon SkyMo. At another fucking national cabinet meeting. How many the na- cabinets just can't wanna clean out? I mean he's got a lot. That's what they're doing right now is um cleaning out all the, all of these cabinets because listen, this is where all the information is kept from the whole fucking world. Right? It's got all your family trees, goes back. And all of these buildings around here, all of them, you just gotta come here and fucking look. They're all filled underground. There's trains that operate through this underground. You hear them all the time. Um, and they just just shipping fucking all of these national cabinets around, right?
10: For a lot of people, Makada was a bit of an introduction to how language can be used as get out of jail free carts.
19: Here we question. So um, if a police officer pulls you over and says, can you show me your license? You say, happy to answer your question, happy to do that for you if you answer my question first. So straight away, you're switching up from the public into the private. You're becoming the creditor, okay? Not the debitor. Is that right, Debbie, Belle? Mm. Okay. So that takes us into questioning. And we say, am I a living woman? or man, okay? And the police officer is going to go, show me your license. You go, am I a living woman? Okay? And the police officer is going to say, give me a license again. Am I a living woman? And if you ask three times, then, and they haven't given you an answer, and they've stayed silent, they've actually implied consent to your question, okay? So them consenting that, yes, you are a living woman, takes you out of their jurisdiction, out of the public, okay? So you are not a dead entity. You are not your license. What they're trying to do to you when you've given your license over is joinder you with your dead corporate entity name, your legal fiction name. So legal fiction, okay? Because it's, it's a fiction. It's only real because you joined her with it, right?
9: the 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 clip that goes along that one's actually really funny because they're actually sitting in a tent and she's writing all that stuff down on a on a whiteboard and she's not like a super expert in it either so there's someone else off camera that she keeps asking like is that right is that right I don't know I I, I still don't know who it was
7: <laughs> yeah. but
9: here's here's a young young guy Jameson proudly recounting his use of those magic words that he just learned to none other than Doris or as you'll probably know her be free with d but i mean what like, did you
0: charge for um hindering police hindering hindering police me. they were trying to tell me that i hit police that I, i've been um assaulting police and i'm like i'm not entering a contract with you don't try to put words into my mouth because i didn't and then when they gave me the charge sheet it changed from the start to the end mm-hmm. so first off i walked in there They're like your charges are we got footage anyway um, See? The charges are assaulting police officer, hindering police, and some other bullshit. I go, well, I don't agree to any of that, and I don't know who that is on that document, because my name doesn't isn't in full capitals. That's it. And they're like, oh, we don't know what you're talking who about. Taught you taught me that. <laughs> you taught me that.
9: And we all know what happened at the end of Makadar, the fire, the trillions of dollars that Bruce Shillingsworth Sr. is still waiting for and the drama that the legends at the Aboriginal Tent Embassy have had to put up with and are still having to put up with.
10: Yep, which brings us to a request by Karen. Danny got frustrated when his condescending tone was not appreciated by Leah and Lorna of the Aboriginal Tent Embassy, who were rightly pissed off after the antics they had endured by Danny's group. Have a listen.
19: Wait, somebody's yes. asked what, on... do, what do I want this oh, yeah. to do. Somebody's asked that. What I want, what I want... I don't for size, I don't speak for every black fella, but what Sorry. I would like to see is non-Indigenous people stop feeling like that that sense of entitlement that they can speak for us and speak over us and silence us. At the end of the day, we got a voice. I've got a voice and I know how to use it. I don't need any non Indigenous person telling me what's best for me. In my community yeah. because at the end of the day i'm the one on the ground in my community i'm the one working in the jail i'm the one working with child protection i'm the one working with our women that are having their children removed i'm the one on the ground okay so when i have non-indigenous people telling me what's best for my community when i see i'm on the front line in my community every single day don't tell me we weren't
2: actually saying done. yeah we weren't actually saying what's best for your community what we were trying to do was save mm-hmm. australia from being taken over by a totalitarian dictatorship, essentially, right? And what we were saying is, and you can mark my words, it was all, you know, everyone there heard it. What I wanted to do was have Indigenous people look after Indigenous people. or oh, want the Indigenous people to look after the land, after the seas and the oceans, right? All the, they would decide who yeah, gets the mine. They would decide. Do okay. Do
17: not need that. Some white all right, okay. That's what you're fucking up. We do not need that. We've what? Got to okay.
3: On
2: our own, eh? Yeah, I know, but we've got to live in a partnership, right? We all have to live together, is what I'm because trying to do.
3: You want a partnership?
17: You want a partnership? Yeah. Give up the yeah. privilege that you've inherited as being a colonizer in this country.
2: Right, will you give up the technology that that civilization gave to you? Will you give up the technology? Yeah, okay, I'll do that, but will you give up the technology that this colonization gave you? You can't. You,
17: that's what?
3: That's some
17: white. No, it's not.
3: Stuff
17: to it is. It's not. You're you're
2: demanding that I give up my my rights or my this or my that, whatever. So I'm saying, okay, let's come to the table with equal, right? No so if I give up all that, that stuff, stuff you will you give up your stuff?
17: We're here now, and we are learning. To exactly.
2: Exactly. With the world. exactly. We're here we're now. So now. We- we- yeah. So I've only got less than five minutes, so if it cut's off, it's not me, but we can come back on if you want to continue this conversation, because I'm happy to. She lost the her connection. total
12: purpose. yeah, look, look, she's going in there. Danny, as you know, I know you had a, a more of an overview as to uh, your thoughts as to where we would end up with this, but... My entire purpose for this convoy, which I started speaking about in July, August, was simply for everyone to get together on the behalf of 25.5 million Australians (laughs) to disqualify this government and to try and start... This is the thing I think has been the big mistake. We, Danny and I, we were waiting to hear back from the elders as to what date. Do you
17: understand that no response is a response? Do you understand that? You don't understand consent, do you?
12: We didn't. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. The next thing we knew, Bruce Shillingsworth was up there and all these other people we knew nothing, about them.
17: We knew nothing
12: about them. Regardless.
17: Regardless, why should we be standing next to governors that celebrate our genocide? Why should we be standing next to the descendants of our colonisers, the people who have come here and murdered us? Like fuck.
2: Well, we didn't actually do that.
13: Bullshit.
2: We didn't do that. The elites did that.
13: Bullshit. You's
2: okay. Lorna, can you
17: just... All live in
5: this Hang country. on, Lorna
2: no. Lord, what I, am I saying, right? What am I saying I'm now? I'm a dirty coloniser. That's what I hear. No. What I just spoke then was my native tongue, which is Gaelic, which is not even spoken mostly anymore in Ireland. Why? Because the English came in and took us over.
3: They would tell you to go home too. And I know that because
17: I've spent time in Belfast. I've got family over there too. Right. Yeah, right. And so I was born up. in Australia. They would tell you to fuck What? Up. They would. Why? Because you're doing... Well, I don't know. Right
2: now. No, I'm not. I'm trying to point out to you because that I, I lost know. my culture. I lost my language. I was sent to another country on the other side of the world. That wasn't oh, our we're choice. We're that we're we're wasn't... We're no but don't tell me that i'm not part of this country right i've served in the military here i've done more to help this country than most people i had no part in your genocide no i didn't
18: look you're
2: obviously combatant you're you're obviously combatant you've got no interest in solving any issues you're just combatant you're not interested in solving any issues so i'm going to end this i'm going to end this right good night everyone see you later bye
10: so then, Guru, Bosi, and co roll into town and create mayhem and division that they are still going on about today. Here's Guru at one of the morning meetings at Epic. Oh, he's been winning since the beginning.
4: A big, massive win yesterday, and you still out of That's
10: bullshit.
4: Okay, well, let me tell you why we That's had to win. Bullshit. Okay, let me tell you why we had to win. Because we didn't have a big crowd up there, and Antifa can't work without a big crowd. And there was only two guys turned up. There was supposed to be a lot more than that. So understand, folks, that because we brought the crowd size down at Parliament House, these guys couldn't infiltrate. Bullshit. Okay. Bullshit. If You think that's bullshit? You can think that's bullshit. I'm just telling the intel I know. I know what I get told, and that's why I said to you people, I suggest. Hey, if you want, if you, if you want to yell and scream, just you yeah, know that. Please, I'm getting off here now. I'm going to sleep. Okay, good. Yeah, hoodies, guys, good on you. Okay, so anyway, folks, you had a win yesterday, and you don't even really know
9: it. It's actually interesting, like when you go back and revisit just how much, like even at Epic, how divided they were. You know, like it was, it was very much the Guru Bosey gang and the loyalists for Hoodie, uh, and I don't think he ever quite understood the level of love that they actually had. For hoodie, because like a lot of the people at Epic came down from Queensland. And like I think Guru is like he's definitely an acquired taste. Yeah. (laughs) And he's certainly rubbed a few people up the wrong way. One of them was old mate Johnny Q. Uh so uh after visiting Guru's boat at the harbour one night, he then decided to have it out at one of their rallies. But unfortunately, some other people ended up getting caught in the cross hairs, here. So you're going to hear Craig Cole getting involved. Then you're going to hear the women getting involved.
10: That includes Mel. Mel. Mel's
9: in there. D's Guru's in there. Life. Yeah. So there's, there's a few people. And while all this is going on, Guru is doing everything in his power to stay as far away from Johnny Q as he possibly can.
3: Guys we've got um, well, we a welcome back for the uh, second or the third week I think uh, we have Adrian John Wills here who's uh, extremely brave and he's come out and uh, he's outed a lot of people who don't want to be outed. Which is um, tremendously brave of him. But one of the questions that I want to ask him is I wanted to know how the pedophiles have such liberty to be able to run around and it seems like there's no consequences or very little consequences, it's very rare that they get caught, so... Adrian, do you know anything about that? Did you want to uh, elaborate on how they managed to do that?
0: Yeah, well, I believe the whole system that I managed to be kidnapped into as a child was the Victorian State Police Force and the New South Wales State Police Force, which were heavily involved in... It
14: seemed to be an American marketplace, even in the early 1980s.
0: Of this was a new marketplace I'm in the here.
14: country in the 1980s that I remember as a child, which involved still members of the Royal Australian Navy, <laughs> even back
10: then. Poor Adrian, though, being unduly interrupted like that when he just wanted to talk about his delusions of pedophiles in high places. <laughs> but that wasn't the end of it. A week later, it was on again. This time, it was sparked by everyday Phil having it out with Craig Cole.
0: Okay, put your arm around each other. And we are going to march into the finish line and we will have the country that we were and we are destined to have. God bless you all. Thank you very much.
2: Well, Craig, mate, you're on my stage. Mate, mate you're on my stage. You're on my stage, mate. Your stage. I thought it, was the
0: stage.
2: it is, but it's here because I, I asked it to be here, mate. So who are you? Who are you? Who are you? No, you have it now, have it now. I'm standing in front of the people. Really?
16: Yep.
14: Stop, stop, stop. None, none at all. <laughs> 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 hey, nice work, go. mate. That's how you, You know
18: You're out of line, Bill. <sighs> <laughs> You're out of
16: line. Great, <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> 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 Remember calling that woman
2: a I know what's happening to the kids. I know what's happening, kids. Do you think I haven't been here for everyone?
7: Wait, 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 wait,
16: fuck, That was between the girls.
7: Fuck off
16: your fucking coach.
2: Fucking ass. Oi, let's just calm it down. That is my opinion too. I've got an opinion, you've got an opinion.
16: fucking side. So you had yours. He had his.
2: That's right. I did. I did. I wasn't the one that called him out. He came back to me.
10: Even Mike had had enough by the end. He must have been knackered by this point.
11: Okay, so everyone's here for a different reason and with a different idea of how we're going to save the problem. This here, Joe, I love you, Joe, but it doesn't help. You know, that doesn't help. So if that's all you guys want, isn't it? Yes, deaf. But this is what happens... The media's going to put on the five seconds of you being a fucking dickhead, mate. Yeah.
16: That's what's going to happen. Yeah. I've fucking had enough of it. Because yeah. I'm here fighting for my son and you're fucking ruining it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. For my son and my job. And I know many of you out there have lost your job. We're not getting it back by swearing at the
11: fucking media, are we? Yeah. Fighting with each other or carrying on and everyone's PSYOP and everyone's played opposition and all that bullshit. We've got to stop that. We've got to unite together and we've got to build our numbers. Oh, the only way we can build the numbers is show the world we're not fucking crazy.
9: That one like came out of nowhere too. Like he's pretty mild man out.
10: He is, yeah. Yeah,
9: and for it to be Smoke and Joe that was at the other end of it. Smoke and Joe didn't care by the way. He was not even paying any attention to what he was saying. But one of the funniest arguments happened in the car park at Parliament House when Brad gave Tony Ant his marching orders. And this was when they first realised live streaming everything sometimes comes at a cost. You're a traitor. You're a showman like the fucking rest of them. Oh, is-
0: no. and now you're stop right? no, 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 you now. video He's a
12: bit sh- controversial. him a
0: fucking doing what you did. Get the fuck out. No one's threatening you with nothing. You
16: tell me. You threatened me before. No, no one's threatening you. No. They asked you to leave because you're a traitorous piece of shit talker. Putting headings up against us that's not warranting at all. He's a fucking hero. You'd say he was assaulting a fucking federal police officer. you a piece of shit.
18: Yeah, fuck that's off.
16: That's a lie, I fucking was there and I'd seen what happened. 'Cause nothing fucking like what you fucking Yeah, say. you rat. Fuck off, Tony eh yeah, no You're no. a piece of shit. Don't you you fucking bite. Fuck off. Don't
1: be angry. I'm happy to fucking oblige if you want to fuck me. Oh, I've seen that Tony Ant on the way. Anyway. No, let's, no, let's
4: just mm. see. Let's see. No, Anyway, It's a to show up and make it. Let's see. I'm just a fan, mate. It's a I know, I know, I know.
16: But, uh, I know but,
4: don't anyone fucking post any of that shit?
14: Yeah.
8: We don't need that for the
18: huh, on yeah, no, hey.
16: hey! No video. worry.
0: It's, it's already it posted. lift that down. Hey, Paul, is that on? Right. It's on. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Yeah, so I've edited that out. Right. So, uh, I'm I right. should have
16: edited that out,
14: Yeah.
16: Makes you want to just...
12: Make sure
14: you just want to get up and join. ...for what he did. He fucking made up excuses. He's a piece of shit. Fuck
10: off the We've certainly been introduced to quite a few characters this year, so let's quickly check in with them all. First up, the mayors of the Micronation.
1: This is the Freedom Embassy 8.0. Look at this, man. This is 9.0. We're going to have, like, probably five of these ready. Hopefully, for people coming up on the weekend, so if you're worried about coming up on the weekend, you have these. We can stay down there, they can. we don't camp. We're fucking political protesters. We can stay in our cars. If you've got a car you can stay in, come up. These keep us warm until we go to bed. The feds won't dare touch them. One there, it's gonna fall. If anyone wants to bring anything up, bring some gas heaters. We've got gas heaters in them, that's what we need.
10: So that's those um, Glad Rat bunkers that he's talking about. <laughs> they, cre- they created, we saw, it was everyone. I'm sure all of you saw the mm. Glad Rat rooms that they made and the gas heaters <laughs> inside and the barbecue going on inside them. <laughs> we were, I know Joel and Jack talked about it endlessly on their podcast at the time as well. They're so lucky they didn't die. <laughs> in
9: there the, and like <laughs> there's there's one video of a guy who's like on stilts like <laughs> building it in the back like building another one in the background while another one's being pulled down and Grant's just there with the Stanley knife <laughs> cutting them down as quick as they were putting them up
10: yeah that's right so even though they're like they're not going to take this down this is legal we're <laughs> allowed to have this here nah there you go but as soon as they took them down another one popped up
9: and then, look, they actually got quite creative and started using the Gladwrap as their signage backdrops. So they would go to their protests at the ABC, wrap a couple of trees, and then spray paint their, their message on it, which was actually quite creative, I thought, but anyway. Uh, this one is especially for Ken Barain on on Twitter because we really can't talk about Canberra without hearing these dulcet tones. When you've taken a booster
14: or two, and you've taken a shot two or three, when is it going to be enough? When is going to be the breaking
10: point? Another person we didn't need in our lives is Guru's cooked with a Q sidekick, Kaz. Here she is, getting the crowd involved in in a bit of a sing-along.
3: Okay, there's a certain president's birthday coming up, and my little friend over here is on a mission to get a Happy Birthday sung to him. So I was wondering if we would like to sing Happy Birthday. President Trump. All right, so three, two, one, is that how we do it? (laughs) Okay, so happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday President Trump, happy
9: The weirdest thing about that was at the time we were all like what's she doing why is she getting them to do that and then we had to endure that video that they released later that was so cringe <laughs> uh next up uh keen christine who hassles a lot of people on this day she was hassling a poor journal at the car park at the ggs <laughs>
14: Well no, don't worry, if
9: they're being creative, what they'll do is
14: you know, they'll just
8: sniff
19: of the conversation and try and both these inside enemies
8: and other people. You want us to be nice, did you say?
6: What's gonna happen when the New Go trials come?
10: What is a (laughs) Nougburg?
9: She still calls it Nougburg. I heard her say it. She said it again the other day, and I was like, "Oh, Christine, come on, my (laughs) love, come on." But yeah, no, she said it. And finally, Lucia, who truly (laughs) is the hero from the lawn at Parliament, who invented protesting in Australia. Straight up, no one had ever protested before she arrived that day on the lawn. But before she got to the lawn, she was in a car park. One hour.
13: We've got vegan
9: sausages. Oh, the sausages. Um, and I'm not sure about <laughs> vegan sausages.
10: Vegan sausages. No one wants your vegan sausages.
9: <laughs> and I'm not sure, but this one makes lush sound a
6: little tiny bit privileged. No, no, we'll, gonna... Five
9: minutes to move okay. the
3: carts.
14: No, no, well, we're not... They no, let them they can, They're legally
16: parked, they so if they want to illegally out. steal the cars again, that yeah, is they their they options. Right there, That's their options, but make sure you film that because they're under, They're going to start smashing windows now, Bridge, and you should watch that.
1: Yeah,
14: do yeah. that. Like car to the cars Yeah,
6: five minutes to move the cars. I got $200 flip flops in that leopard skin bag, that leopard print bag. I got them from Dubai, and I wear them all the time normally, but not here in Canberra. They're too, like, they're from...
9: I still don't know if she got those thongs back out of that bag, but I really hope that she did because they were from Dubai. And one last one, just a reminder, she's a teacher.
7: We're having a bit of a
6: break. And these are the guys having a barbie. They normally go to Governor General's every morning and do the last march. Is it the last march? First march? What is it with the Governor General's? What is the what is the tune with the bugle? Oh, the
9: last post. The last post. I was
6: and thinking last month.
9: Yeah, so that's good. So that's Canberra and and I just want to have one last one from me. This is a personal gift from me to myself after enduring forty days of Aidan and Morgan. This one made it all worthwhile.
16: Yeah, the Labour Party will feel the pain when they see Jane has entered the game. You see, she's the real deal. She ain't no teal and she's coming straight through to represent you. Go, Jane.
10: Oh, Jane, the teal slayer, Argerton, is who he's actually rapping about here. She actually slayed no one at that election.
9: And she is so annoying, by the way. She needs to go away. Fast. she
10: loves the attention she Ugh. just wants attention doesn't she what a year of antics up in canberra this year my favorite is pink eye lady what do you mean i'm not upset i'm having a great time i just want to get my fucking makeup on my fucking
5: shit little face and then what the fuck out there I enjoy the party but i can't because there's fucking bullshit what do you mean you know that movie fucking um scary movie cindy the tv is leaking my eyes are the fucking tv dude my eyes are leaking Something is obviously wrong and I don't know what it is. No, I don't mean like I'm sad. Like, I think if I don't know, I've got like makeup in there or something. I don't know what the fuck. Is this pink eye? Is this what pink eye is? I don't fucking know what's happening. Send help.
10: Okay, see ya. Do you remember how bad the conditions were in that camp?
9: Oh my god.
10: They all copped sunburn, gastro, pink eye. And then they blamed it on the rats
9: Those speakers, you mean?
10: Yeah, the speakers. Yeah. The speakers the, the, that never they're never calling LRADs.
7: <laughs>
10: <laughs> you know, they spend all this time in front of this massive white building, getting the reflection from the sun. And then outside, obviously in the sun, half of them don't believe in sunscreen because they think it's toxic. And then living inside these tents and these camps. I think at one stage or many stages throughout it that the toilets got blocked, overflowed.
9: And what were they eating while they were there? Like they probably all got scurvy.
10: Yeah, and... The, they had the camp kitchens at one point the health authorities actually had to had turned up and told them that they couldn't have their kitchen like this because they weren't following any of safe food practices that you needed I mean and their reaction was like I'm not going to have anyone tell me what to do how dare of that's the authority no way and they're all
9: sucking down dairies, yeah <laughs> and staying up all night and then they all wondered why they got sick I don't know
10: yeah, so that was probably one of the biggest highlights for me. At one stage, they even had a Facebook group of where they were saying, yes. post all your Albrad reactions. They did. And they there was did. like bad eyes, there was skin sores, they all had lip sores. <laughs> it was
9: terrible. Sorry, Wasn't terrible. there going to be a class action for that?
10: Yeah, I don't even know what happened. We should look back oh. in that. We'll, we'll ask our vexatious litigant. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I want to return and honour the great and powerful Romeo Georges and his little fall from grace after the fire at Old Parliament House. Now, remember, he was in one of the originals mm-hmm. that was planning the event up at Old Parliament House along with Danny Searle. Uh, but that, that fell into a heap and literally burnt down in flames. But he ended up also being shunned by, his, by Craig Kelly because Craig Kelly wouldn't give him a job mm. and he's, His epic rants in his backyard, which I loved. I actually had to feel sorry for his neighbours. Oh, my God. (laughs) But, you know, it it all came to an end. And Romeo, well, the movement did what the movement does. And Karen Brewer discovered that Romeo has a few (laughs) skeletons in his closet uh, Freemasons in the family. Of course, of course. So that all ended up into a whole thing. Mm. Romeo's being called a pedophile. yeah, As they do, pedophile fantasists. And he pretty much had a breakdown with Guru
14: and then he was done. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to end it by saying.
4: You end it. You end it. Oh. When you piss off, I'll just push the button. Hey, guys, I'll just say something before Romeo finishes his thing.
14: I'll end it by saying
4: this. I'm here for the love of humanity, guys. Nothing more. See that chick over there? No. Okay. That chick over there. She's here for the love of humanity, mate. And we got a job to do. And there's a lot of folks that have been in the trenches together for nine days now, folks. Nine days, we've held your ground and held your bit. Now we need you. That's all i got to say. Go, Romeo, finish it off. And I can't hear you, Romeo, unless it's up to me. So I'll just listen in. When I see you drop out, I'll shut it down. I love you all, guys. I love everybody. And I love my camp. And I love the Australia Project. Because without them, a non-political association uh, organisation, why couldn't have done this? They put their community plan into place down here, folks. That's what made this work. That's another thing. Okay, You want to know where the real pros should go? To the tap people, Lance and Kent Brown and their wife, Lance's wife, and a few other people that fucking knew how to run this thing, man. As Ricardo said, I just know how to be a general. I don't know why I was a general, but I just know how to be a general. These people knew how to put the camp together, and then the people followed, okay? So, Romeo, take it away, because if they don't get to Canberra, we're all Mm -hmm. smoked, brother.
14: Um, uh, I, 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 I ain't never seen so much fucking evil. I ain't never felt so much fucking evil. I ain't never seen so much betrayal. I have never seen so many people wanna line their pockets. I've been doing fucking motherfucking four years. Four fucking years. I saw the farmers united. Nobody was lining their pockets. Farmers were hanging themselves from the trees. I saw houses being burnt down. I had one guy helping me while his house burnt down while we tried to save another house. I've never seen such such division. I've never seen so many people jump up. To pretend they give a fuck when they did nothing, and then now, right now, you want—I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. How can I talk when I got a fucking imbecile telling me I'm on the—I'm on a pedophile registry? you kush I fucking die for my children, you fucking motherfucker. I hate this fucking movement. I hate everything fucking about it. I've never fucking felt so fucking drained in my life. The motherfucker was a fucking pilot. He fucking was living the life. He fucking didn't give a fuck about anybody until he fucking lost his job. And you fuckers want to go and fucking go. Look, I'm 80. Go, go. Go to hell with him. Go to hell with him. Look, what's wrong with you people? This isn't about you. This isn't about me. Ah, fuck it.
4: I'm out. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Romeo.
14: I'm done.
4: I love you, I'm brother. Gonna... And we're all done. Unless the people come to Canberra. And I'm not trying to sing a sad song here, folks. I wish I could sing a different song for you. Okay, but Romeo's just dropped out, folks. And I'm telling you, man. I'm going now, okay? Because unless you guys get down here, all right, we need you. Australia, wake up. Wake up to what's been happening. Wake up to where you are in the elites program of mass genocide. Get to Canberra.
9: Couldn't stay away though.
10: (laughs) So after he had his little breakdown, he got caught into this like subscription-based MLM that if you signed up, you could get all these cheap cleaning products or whatever. Anyway, Mm. it was a complete scam. He realized he got scammed, tried to talk out about it. They threatened to sue him. He had to say, no, it's not a scam, but he ultimately dropped the whole thing. And nowadays he might post very, very lightly or he shares videos with uh, Lila, his, his mate Lila, and she'll occasionally chuck up a video from him. But he's pretty much gone back to his life.
9: He try. He's got like three different YouTube channels. Yes, that's right. I had forgotten about that. One of them is like he, I can't remember what it's called, but he like goes into someone's house like unexpected and does an interview and like the first one was with Ricardo.
10: And then he did one with Mundine. At one yeah day. but ever
9: since then it's kind of just all been like about boxing so I'm not sure if maybe he's actually quite well known in boxing circles in Sydney because it certainly feels like he is. Um He's had a lot of access to boxers I mean but yeah he's kind of...
10: Yeah, he's, yes. he's but he's dropped the whole freedom stuff now. Yeah. He's completely uh, disillusioned, doesn't really want to have anything to do with it. it it's dead. I mean, he's not going to make anything of it anyway. The movement's gone, pretty much.
9: It'll be interesting to see if he does come back into things because that's kind of the cycle is like the minute that it feels like there's some kind of uh, leadership vacuum, That's kind. Of, that's kind of when you see people try and step back into it. It'll be interesting to see if he's truly left it all behind or whether the lure of clicks will will bring him back.
10: Yeah. All right. So to cap it off for me, I love the MAGA QAnon infiltration. So here Ken Barron on Twitter introduced us to QAnon MAGA Don in Melbourne.
14: majority of us, we are free. We have not taken
16: the compliant vaccine it's not even a vaccine they call it a vaccine it has what they call mrna gene sequencers in it what does that mean if you get a cut on your hand how does your body know it needs to heal that cut you have mrna messenger RNA Transferring signals from your brain telling you to heal that wound. If you didn't have natural mRNA, you wouldn't heal. But they're putting mRNA into you that we now know can enter the DNA. And once it enters the DNA, or once it enters the cell, it enters the DNA. When it enters the DNA, it changes your DNA. And you're able to get a MAC code, a media access code. You can emit a a Bluetooth signal with graphene oxide. This is why we're here, because we know.
10: And, of course, King QAnon Bosi alongside QAnon Carl and Guru having a rational chat at the Kelly. Uh,
16: So, yeah, you you woke up. Yeah, no, it
1: started very early. I think it started about 4 o'clock this morning, started work. Um, had a job, uh, just some running around to do. Got in at about seven. turned on the uh, the car radio, and they were playing the Funeral March for Queen Mary, which was a nice piece of music. And I thought that's unusual. <laughs> and then this sycophantic, supplicating voice from the ABC oh, said, "Oh, we're uh, we're cancelling our regular programming for a day of reflection." And I thought, what the hell are they talking about? They said Queen Elizabeth is dead, and I went Yahoo. <laughs> It's one of those things. You'll know where you were, You'll remember where you were when you heard the news, and it's it's um, it's unstatesmanlike. But I said the bitch is dead. <laughs> uh, well, I, I I said something like as well, and I won't repeat it because Angelique is here, so uh, I'll be very good. Um, so in our world, this means something to to blokes like Dave and I, uh, to a lot of these folks. We've been following uh, well. One of the interesting things, and, and uh, one of the interesting things I'm not sure you're aware of today, folks, but the announcement of the Queen's death is 1,776 days exactly after the first Q drop. 1776, ring a bell? Yeah. So that's the first thing that peaked for us this morning. Uh we think this is the trigger for things going forward. Should we all be now running for the hills, burying our gold and silver, and digging into our tinned food? (laughs) Well, if you've been listening, you know that you should be doing that anyway. Yep. Uh, And I'm sure most of you have. You're all prepared, and that's the main thing. And you've also got to be prepared, as we've said, countless times for the the neighbours that haven't quite prepared for themselves, and that's fine. And that is literally our our focus, because I know there's a thousand questions that everybody would like to ask, but as you know, with any ongoing operation, you don't say anything. Just let what's got to happen, happen. Understand that uh, things are going to get very ugly early. It's a bit like a Friday night <laughs> with the lads. <laughs> uh, it's going to get ugly early. Uh, it, it won't last forever. But right now, although we are fascinated by what's happening, so keep watching the news, keep watching the drops, keep spreading the word. This is critical because the quicker we get the word out to everybody out there because they aren't there starting to pay attention. Mainstream media... Is now revealing what we have been talking to each other about for years. Yep. I don't know about you, but I'm bloody relieved. It's (laughs) nice.
18: I'm dreaming of a white hat Christmas when every crook be exposed and the people listen to trials that give them a prison eaten popcorn by the load I'm dreaming of a white hatch. Christmas With every truth the post I write
9: A big thank you to those who reached out to us with their requests for this. It was, it was actually pretty cool and, and funny going back through and looking at things. I actually had to request my uh, Twitter download in order to be able to go back and, and actually get some of the videos. Oh, cause... I
10: wondered how you came up with all of that. Yeah, like, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so much time going through all our Twitter. But, <laughs> oh, right. That's that. Not...
9: <laughs> yeah, I got my download, and then you can actually search it by date out there, people. Oh, well done. Um, okay,
10: yeah, good to know. So
9: a very big thank you to Joel and Jack for helping put the boot in our bums yep. um, to get this, this thing up and running, and also for showing us the ropes because we would yes. never done this before
10: yeah complete amateurs uh yeah we thank all our listeners for taking the time to give our episode a go we have valued all the feedback and encouragement as well as cooker watch joel hill and ken barron for helping us find clips you guys are legends and i personally have to thank my husband for giving me time to work on my little hobby he's very patient with me as lots of hours go into these episodes
9: and of course, to the friends and connections that we've made along the way, people who've reached out to us and taught us so much, um, there's a community of really good people who just want to see our communities stay safe, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I want to thank Sandy because she does all the production on this <laughs> and if it wasn't for Sandy this wouldn't happen, to be to be honest. I'm good at all the researching type stuff but I am certainly not a very technical person so Thank you, Sandy, for being so amazing.
10: Oh, thank you for that. And look, you put in a lot. Like, again, I think we just work well together because I yes. just you can come up with stuff and you can put it all together really, really well into a story that I can't. And I go back; like, my memory is shot. Whereas you can go back and you can relay things. You like, and you come up with the funniest stuff. It's yeah. Without us, we couldn't create this. So that's yeah. Thank you as well.
9: Funny story for you guys, and I told someone this not that long ago. Sandy and I have met each other in real life yeah. once.
10: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just and once. It was,
9: <laughs> and it was like a few months ago. Before that, we'd never even met each other. No,
10: we met, met each other on Twitter.
9: <laughs> yeah, yeah, bizarre. The people that you find.
10: And then we, the, the time we met each other, the first time we met, we had a protest. We were like, yeah. getting into it. Like, <laughs> But, uh, look, I, I actually, like, I view you as a friend. This is, you know, this has been really good working with you. Thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. We'll have some more face-to-face time for sure. <laughs> so let's see what uh, next year brings, right, shall we? Um, are we all a little bit scared?
9: Yeah, and to end today's episode, we bring you a request from Charlie Bucket. So enjoy.
10: Uh, you won't. But anyway, Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs> Merry Christmas.
3: a battle we must win To expose the truth is not a sin There's not enough rope to tie me down There's not enough tape to shut this mouth The stones you throw can make us bleed, but we want Wild hearts can't be broken. No, these wild hearts can't be broken. You beat me, betray me. You're losing, we're winning. My spirit above me. You cannot deny me. Our freedom is burning. This broken world keeps. They'll never surrender There's nothing but a victory There's not enough rope to tie me down There's not enough tape to shut this mouth The stones you throw can make us bleed But we won't stop until we're free These wild hearts can't be broken
4: No, these wild hearts can't be broken. No. Please put your hands together for Jen. Thank you, Jen. That was awesome. Thanks very much.